0: What's up everyone welcome back to show talking number one growing podcast for the las vegas raiders i'm your host m raider and i hope you guys are all having a good day evening night whenever whatever time you guys are listening to this now today i might sound a little tired um it's like eight o'clock in california uh, I, I had a long day so um if i sound a little out of energy i'm sorry but i wanted to get some uh i wanted to get an episode out to you guys because uh I mean, this is still something I want to do. And then on top of that, I actually had a lot of... I actually had free time today because I had no homework. So, always nice when that happens, right? Anyways, we're going to go ahead and go through a recap of weeks 5 through 7. And uh, we'll go from there. So, Raiders beat the Chiefs in a shocker. uh, Probably one of the biggest upsets of the year so far. The Raiders beat uh, KC 40-32. Man, that game was fun. You know, this is something... Raiders and Raider fans have been wanting since um, really Derek Carr joined the team. Uh, we finally got it done. you know, it wasn't easy, but really, I think with the pace of the game and the fact that those long shots were working on offense, we kind of we kind of just let the, we, we kind of just uh, got the Chiefs to slip up, you know. Um, But I really think because of the pace, the Raiders won that game. Now, I will say the Raiders had uh, exactly 37 pressures on Mahomes that game. That was nuts. I mean, it was fun to see, you know, Crosby and... and, and uh, Mo, uh, Well, Mohers didn't play that game because he was on the COVID list. But, you know, guys like Crosby and um, Chris Smith, who the Raiders called up, chasing after Mahomes the whole game. It was really fun to see. Um, linebackers did their jobs, but like I said, Raiders got it done, and uh, a lot of a lot of big plays on the on on offense worked out. So that was that was fun. You know, I, I'm I'm really I'm really happy that worked out. So, um, you know, it's good. It's good. But I mean, most of the game we had the Chiefs right where we wanted them, and we just capitalized. You know, that's not something you see from the defense, I mean, from just the whole team in general, very often, you know. So I was really happy to see that. And the Raiders got uh, their first win against the Chiefs in like seven years. Crazy. Um, Last time we had beaten them, in Arrowhead anyway, was 2012. So that's crazy. You know, they always say Carr couldn't be our franchise quarterback because he hadn't won a game in Arrowhead while he finally did it. So, you know that's good. That, that that's really good. That's that's the easiest way to sum it up. Um, and Carr got his first career win in Arrowhead. I mean, how, how, what, what else do you want? You know, that led the Raiders into their we sit there week six by, and you know trade rumors started popping up a lot of them. Um, you know the Raiders have been linked to Ryan Kerrigan lately on uh. Maybe Thursday night I'll go live again and we're gonna talk about the trade deadline and all that. So um I'll go live. I mean I I'll do a podcast. Uh on, I'll do a podcast Thursday night sometime, if I can, if not Friday night. Anyways, we're gonna go ahead and talk about uh the possible trade for the Raiders. All I wanna tell you guys right now is that the Raiders did in fact put uh receiver Zay Jones on the trade block. Uh there's obviously a log gen receiver and um you know, he's decent, and he could um get some opportunities somewhere else. So, you know, there's that. Uh, week six, everything was fine until Trent Brown showed up. Trent Brown got our whole starting offensive line on the COVID list, for you guys that don't remember. Uh, Trent Brown goes to Vegas. And this was my one worry with the Raiders having a bye week in Las Vegas because, you know, remember the NFL said because of COVID this year, the teams can't leave their home markets. And I'm like, okay, well, for the Raiders, that's no problem because they're already in Vegas. They could have as much fun as they want to. They don't have to go anywhere. You know what I mean? Because um, in most cases, you know, the players would actually be going down to Vegas for the bike, because they'd be back in Oakland. Now, uh, my one concern with that was the fact that some players would get in trouble and some players would catch COVID or so- somebody would do something stupid. And lo and behold, was that right? So Trent Brown goes out onto the strip with a bunch with the with the whole, entire Raiders linemen. the entire Raiders O-line rather that being uh Colt Miller, Ronnie Hudson, Denzel Good, um you know Trent uh Gabe Jackson and then of course Trent Brown himself. Well anyways, Trent Brown who has been really defiant on the Raiders team this year, you know, the coaching staff has already had a lot of issues with him. Um, just not being, you know, fit, or not being dedicated to what we're building, or just anything like that, right? Trent Brown decides to go to the strip with all these dudes, and uh, he contracts COVID, and so he didn't give it. He didn't give it to any of anybody, anybody else. But remember, the NFL requires that all the players wear that tracking device. Well, Trent Brown, being as defined as he is, decides he's not going to wear it. And so uh, our whole offensive line proceeds to go on IR, COVID IR, and then it just created this whole mess. You know, uh, was the Raiders O-line going to be out there? Was Carr going to be safe? Da-da-da-da-da. So it was a whole week of just chaos, right? That's the simplest way to put it. Uh, That's the appropriate way to put it. Not not the PG, you know, not the Raiders R way to put it. But, um, you know, there was there, there was there was you know stuff out there saying hey um you know Raiders are not very happy you know it's, it's crazy for a guy that's uh, only played a few games with the team and is already causing this much trouble. anyways, so the offensive line was fine. Uh, Jonathan Abram also had close contact with him. Remember if Trimrod was running his tracking device, we would have all been clear from them from this thing. they would have known who, who exactly was at high risk. But since they didn't know, they had to go off a video, and everybody who was close was considered high risk because they couldn't go back and track it. So, anyways, offensive lineman comes off the list by 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 game time, and unfortunately, on his birthday, Jonathan Abram has to stay home and watch the game, which kind of sucks for him. I felt bad, but I mean that was that. So game day comes. You know, we play the Buccaneers in Vegas. It was supposed to, it was supposed to be a fun game. Uh. The first few court... I mean, like, the first half was pretty good. Um, it was decent. You know, there was a lot of things that could have been better. Uh, there was, like, three deep shots the Raiders missed out on. You can tell that Derek Carr and Henry Ruggs need to work on that chemistry a lot more. And they wouldn't even admitted as much when he said that he thinks he needs to draw up more plays to get Ruggs more involved. So, um, you, know, cause you, uh, you know, fans have said, and I agree. But, you know, Ruggs... Ruggs yeah, he can make the big plays, but he can do more than that. You know, he can do slants and, uh, you know, the Jets. We saw a few of those on Sunday, but, I mean, they went as far as they did. Um. So, first half was good. You could tell the Raiders had a little bi-week lag. I mean, I mean, sorry, guys, my, my, my laptop decided to make a noise. My bad. Um, but you could tell the Raiders had a bit of that bi-week lag, so... Uh, they were a little sloppy at the beginning, but it was it was enough to get us past the teeter point. Um, and so everything was going well. And then the second half, man, second half was disgusting. Second half, we just fell on our faces. The defense went back to normal pedestrian status. And uh, Paul Gunther got to go, man. I mean, this guy is still starting Eric Harris and, and not getting over himself and putting in LaMarcus Joyner. I mean, come on now. You know, it, it's really disappointing. And perhaps it's more disappointing because this team had a whole week to get ready for these Buccaneers, and they didn't. that didn't really work. Tell me why the Raiders had a cornerback on Rob Gronikowski, who was fi- finally finding his footing, by the way. I mean, that, that's, we almost gave him two touchdowns. Luckily, uh, Trevor Mullen came with a clutch PBU to break up the second touchdown that should have been caught by Gronk. But so, I mean, uh the mix of these players and the complexity of uh, of Gunther's system, just not working. And I don't know when Gunther will understand that the complexity of his defense was not is not working for these players. You know, with the complexity of Paul Gunther's defense, it should usually take any player trying to get acclimated to it three years to get acclimated to it fully. For a team like us, who's trying to be good right now, that's not gonna work. It's not. It worked a few years ago, but it's not gonna work now. So things gotta change. Um, it, it, it's really bad that we let up. It, you know what's really bad, and this tells you how putrid the Raiders' defense is. It might even be worse than the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys suck. Uh, Mike McCarthy's a freaking joke. But anyways, this let me let me just tell you how bad it was, right? The Raiders, with four minutes left, we're losing twenty-four to twenty, twenty-four to twenty. Okay, in the last three minutes of the game, they gave up a combined 25 points. Oh, boy. When will Paul Gunther get over himself? I mean, when is Green going to fire his best friend? You know, this is the business. This thing needs to happen. Needs to happen. I mean, we've been waiting three years for this thing to happen. Three years too many what are we gonna get what we want you know it it, it, it it it's really just sad it's really dormant it's really sad we're looking worse than the Cowboys right now in fact the Raiders are the 30 second ranked unit in the league on defense how does that happen when you spend uh 70 mil excess of 70 mil on three competent line well, two competent linebackers and then acquire another one for a fifth that being um uh Raekwon McMillan but what 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 really really just tingles me more is the fact that we had Kendall Vickers who by the way remember barely just made the roster because he had a good training camp right we had him starting over Maurice Hurst and you could say oh well Maurice Hurst had COVID and uh, well uh, he needs time to acclimate. doesn't matter. He had a whole way to do that. He got acclimated, He got uh, activated off the COVID list during the bye. I mean, are you kidding me? You know? Like, come on, man. Uh, Eric Harris still getting burnt. Nevin Lawson, the freaking joke. Don't even get me started on Nevin Lawson. What is he doing there? Nevin Lawson is a joke. He's got to be our worst cornerback on the team. Nevin Lawson, the joke. I'd rather take... I'd rather take Isaiah Johnson over him. So I mean, it's like, you know, like we have so many better physically just stable players, and we're over here being uh, we're over here being capped because of 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 these of of, um, of of Gunther's players who he considers his lover boys. I mean, this is just pathetic. You know, when is it going to change? You, there's no way you can tell me that spending an excess of 70 mil on two competent linebackers, Nick Watowski and Corey Littleton, who, by the way, were the stud for the Rams last year, which is why we signed them, right? You can't tell me they're regressing under Gunther. So it's not the players. It'll always be the coaching. It'll always be the coaching. And, and that's just never going to change. I mean, it's pathetic it's pathetic I, I don't I don't know I don't know what else to do you know I'd rather uh, I mean I don't know what I don't know what else to expect from this team anyways uh Raiders do all that they lose uh, they lose a disappointing one you know the game wasn't as bad as the score looked we have a we have pundits going after us again what's new so they hit us because they in us but you know what's new um, but next week, man, you know these next three weeks. And maybe I'll go into this more on set uh, when I go live when I when I do a podcast on like Saturday or something. But you know, these next three weeks are really important for us to have a a type of memento playoff push. I mean, the Raiders are lucky we beat the Chiefs, you know, because we could have easily been sitting at two and four and been really on the cusp of. Yikes! You know I'm okay with three and three, but it just needs to get better. I mean, we should be right now. The Raiders should be six and one, but we shot ourselves in the foot against Buffalo, and we shot ourselves in the foot against New England. By the way, New England's done; their dynasty's over. Amen. But I mean, like, yeah. Anyways, Gruden goes on to say during his press conference that there will be changes, and um, he can't discuss what they are. Yeah, uh, you know, he went on to say that they are going to be more schematic changes and uh, th- players in different positions, Ugh. just fire a freaking Gunther, Please, man. I-, I don't know what else it's going to take. So I don't know, guys. Defense is a joke. I don't want to hear it anymore. Um, but, I mean, other than that, that's pretty much all I got for you guys. I do want to mention that I was actually contacted by a um, – uh, that's, that's all I got for weeks five to seven. You know, decent, uh, daring. Uh, I guess entertaining. Uh, and chippy, you know. But I mean, it was a good three weeks, and uh, we got to get ready for Cleveland, which we'll discuss more on like Saturday or something. But I want to. I want to end this up this episode with uh, letting you guys know that I was actually contacted by a. Um, a a sports article website who has teenagers writing um art, sports articles for the website um and they contacted me and said they want me to be a writer so I wanna i I, I want take this time to mention that i'm uh I, I agreed to I, I agreed to well I agreed to the rules to become a writer for um for theupdog.com, once again, that's called. It's it's uh theupdog.com, and like I said, they they write they write sports articles, NBA, MLB, NFL, you know, MLS, NASCAR. If anybody's into that, so um go check them out. And I'm gonna start writing articles for them, Raider articles for them. I'm be like I'm gonna be the Raider source. So that's fun. Uh, uh, if if anybody out there, if anybody from theupdog.com or the who's, anybody who's part of the updog. Sports article company. I just want to say thank you for the opportunity. So, I just want to let you guys know that I'm going to start writing sports articles. And for you guys to be on the lookout for those. Um, but other than that, that's pretty much all I got. And um, I'll see you guys on Thursday night or Friday night. Um, but as always, make sure to go listen to us on Google Podcasts. Uh, Apple. Here on Anchor. Uh, Radio Public, Beaker, Stitcher, anywhere you find your podcast, and and leave us a five star rating. But until then, thank you guys for listening to Show Talking, Number One Growing Podcast for the Las Vegas Raiders. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good day. Have a good whatever you're at. So en- enjoy the rest of your days. Goodbye, everybody.